0: Hi, good morning and welcome to the ZP Vlog and Podcast. So we do this vlog and podcast every um, Sunday at 8am UK time and we like to sort of go over the news from Zimmer and Peacock for this week. So the first um, sort of little bit of news, let's say, that we put out was um, there's many people who are interested in doing analysis using um, optical spectroscopy. They kind of change the wavelength, Um, they get an absorption. Those absorptions are often indicative of the molecules um, that are in the sample, you know, and that's a good way of doing, let's say, um, analysis and quantification. Now, there's an equivalent way of doing that, and that's, you know, the electrochemical technique. So, when you look at a technique called linear sweep voltammetry, we scan the voltage and we look at the current. So, rather than in optical, spectroscopy where you scan the wavelength and look at the absorption in electrochemistry we scan the voltage and we look at the current but these things are much more equivalent than people really think Uh, literally you know you can do very nice absorption or light absorption spectroscopy on um, a food dye and if you do it electrochemically you'll also have an equally strong signal so if you can do something by absorption or light absorption spectroscopy or optical spectroscopy, you can probably do it by electrochemistry as well. So we did put out a little note um, this week just discuss- discussing um, essentially that um, equivalence. Now I want to um, dive into a bit more of the news and articles that we put out there this week. It's probably worth saying that, you know, this vlog and podcast is all about general news from Zimmer and Peacock. And we do have Uh, a webinar every Thursday at 8 a.m. London time where we do um, the deep dive into the technicals material. Now, um, some other news from um, Zimmer Peacock. This week was um, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is actually, you know, when you run a business, um, you need to kind of know where materials are. And so it's a simple thing, but I was really um proud and pleased with the with the mechanical engineers at zimmer and peacock uh, because you know they put some special care into making sure that our mechanical workshop was well set up that the tools were in place the place was very clean and so i just wanted to highlight that in the public domain that there's many aspects that make a business in the end great and it's just the passion sometimes that people put into their workplace so i was very um pleased with the way if you're watching this as a vlog, you know, the way the guys set up the tools, they had their drills, etc. So it was um, very nicely um, run. So very appreciative of them for doing that. Now this is um, and Peacock, we do a lot of um, work in the CGM space in the continuous glucose monitoring space. And so I just wanted to highlight um, that we're going to something called um, ATTD, the Advanced Technologies and Treatment for Diabetes. So, this is held before COVID, this is obviously held every year. We've, you know, it has been some probably hiatus on this. But for the 27th to the 30th of April 2022, Zimmer Picot will be exhibiting at the um, ATTD, which will be in Barcelona. Um, and we have a lot of inquiries from people who are interested in ZP and ask us about CGM, and if you want to talk to us about CGM face-to-face, then you just have to make your way to Barcelona um, in Spain, and ZP will be exhibiting um, there. Now, at Zimmer and Peacock, we consider microfluidics really important. We think that there are, if you're making an in vitro diagnostic, there are two aspects to in vitro diagnostics. There's the um, sensor itself. So at Zimmer and we were really good at electrochemical assays. We're really elect- good at electrochemical biosensors. You know, so either the molecules are intrinsically electrochemically active, or we can make an electrochemical assay around the molecules of interest. But there's a big part of all of this, which is really the um, microfluidics to bring the sample to the sensor. I just want to say hi to Aftab this morning. Um, thank you, Aftab, for joining us. And so. Um, We at Zimmer and Peacock take uh, microfluidics really seriously. Um, We also sort of know one thing that probably three things. Microfluidics often have to be fairly simple so that they can be low cost and they can be manufacturable. And so if you're watching the vlog version of this, I'm just scrolling through some, um, some images of the work that the ZP engineers have been doing, where it really shows that we're able to create microfluidic channels and we're even able to control the length at which materials move along these microfluidic channels. Many of the microfluidics that we do at ZP, um, I would describe them almost as passive, that we don't try to use pumps, etc. Pumps for pumping solutions add cost, and so this kind of um, there's this tension that you know people want low-cost microfluidics and want low-cost diagnostics, but then they they put complexity into the technology using pumps, etc. It's probably worth saying that the WHO, the World Health Organization, it has a list of tests that it wants. Um, now, all of these tests, they actually say, and oh, we'll only pay one dollar for it. I mean, just for your interest, um, one dollar makes it really hard to um, to make a business case out of it. But anyway, there, it, it's worth saying that there is a um, um, a. A desire in the world to make um, medical diagnostics, make medical diagnostics low cost, and in order to achieve that, you really have to take a good look at the microfluidics. And at ZP, I think we have a true understanding of the global problem, and we d- we definitely have some technologies for reducing the cost of microfluidics. So we did put some notes out about that this week, and this for me is um, is really important as well that um biosensors and in vitro diagnostics they're not a means in their in themselves they're actually a way of gaining information about a patient or about a sample but they're a way of gaining information and so at zero and peacock we understand that in some ways the biosensor in in vitro diagnostics is not the end output it's actually just the beginning and so you know we've put a lot of effort into the um the data as well. So, we have something called Julie, and we put some promotional videos out about Julie. But we were really explaining what you know Julie is in terms of you know Julie is able to store data, analyze data, share data. We're able to turn data into information, we're able to turn it into reports, and we're able to send the data to third party um, cloud systems. Or applications using an API and application program interface so um, the guys have put together a nice explanation infomercial on that and um, that's sitting on our website so thank you to the great guys for um, doing that um, this week as well um, now this is linked to Julie but at Zimmer Peacock we definitely have collaborations going on and so our collaborators what we're doing is we're saying All right you're collaborating with ZP open up a Julie account, we'll put you on what's called a whitelist. So the whitelist means that it's essentially free. Well, it is free. And um, they can then upload their data and share data with us. So what we're asking people is, please just don't send us data and emails. It's, it's, it's basically unstructured. But by uploading it to Julie, then we're really able to see people's data and we're able to advise them um, on their data. So Julie is not just a product that we develop as zimmer people it's a product we actually use and we use it with our collaborators and so if you're a collaborator with zp we can put you on what's called the whitelist and the whitelist basically makes it um free so we hope you are collaborating with us and we hope therefore you're going to use what well, you will use julie now this week i think we had a quite a, i really feel quite an interesting um zp developers zone um webinar we always not always, but we talk about at the Z p developer zone, we answer questions, we talk about glucose sensing a lot, we talk about immunosensors a lot, um, we talk about screen printer electrodes a lot, but this week we were actually asked about measuring the dielectric properties of cell suspensions, and so it's a you know it's something i 'm familiar with i've been familiar with it for you know over over a decade now, but it 's not something we 've done an awful lot of at zimmer and Peacock, but I was able to analyze. A, um, a scientific paper and then I was able to show them or show viewers of that um, webinar how you could actually then do that in your own laboratory the equipment that you would need the screen printed electrodes that you would need the kind of data you should expect the use of um, now this person was asking about dielectric properties and there's even a a branch of people or a group of people who, call, who talk about dielectric spectroscopy and dielectric spectroscopy and impedance spectroscopy, they're actually really much the same thing, different applications, probably a different emphasis, but they're really the same thing. So I was able to discuss that and discuss my own sort of discovery of dielectric spectroscopy. I first came across it again, about 10 years ago, when I was listening to a lecture, I was like, it was dielectric spectroscopy. And I thought, this is impedance spectroscopy. sort of know, the light bulb went off for me um, at that moment. So as I say, every um, Sunday, 8am UK time, we like to do this um, webinar, we just like to sort of summarise our news. um, For this week, I have to sort of laugh because we've got people like um, aftab online. Aftab is really great. He comes here every week and, you know, participates in this in this um, webinar. But we have to laugh because this, you know, there's so much that goes on in one week at Zimra Peacock. I feel, you know, it's, it's really quite an amazing, you know, experience to be part of this. So one of the videos that we put out there this week, and I really f- consider this super significant. At Zimmern Peacock, why should people work with us? Well, the reason people should work with us is this. If you have an idea, and for example, it's an in vitro diagnostic, you want to detect, for example, cortisol in saliva. Zimmern Peacock can take you from that idea to testing the idea in with real samples, really in very, very short amount of time. And that's why and I'm, I'm summarizing a video that we have on on the website. But, you know, we have screen printed electrodes, which we're able to turn to biosensors. In the case of cortisol, we already have the cortisol sensor. So we have sensors or screen printed electrodes, we have electronics, we have app development, and we have cloud. And that means that we can either take a sensor off the shelf or develop a sensor very quickly, plug it into our electronics. You can put something like a 30 microliter sample onto us, onto that sensor. We can run an app on a smart device. The smart device will gather the data from our electronics and then because it's a, um, an app and a smart device, hopefully we can easily um, send the data up to the clouds and um, analyze the data there. I just want to say thanks to FTAB. He's already watched the video. He says it's very nice. I agree. It's very nice and actually it's extremely significant. This really does, you know... At Pico, part of what we're trying to achieve is this. From an idea to real data, really fast. Um, one of the mottos I think about, I haven't said it in a while, is MIT have a motto, which is fail fast. And I agree with that, that sentiment. You know, fail fast. I'm now... I really hope that you succeed quickly but at least get some real data on these sensors and get them you know testing out there in the real world so thank you Aftab. Um, Aftab says he didn't quite understand the QR code what the QR code will allows us to do Aftab is actually if we're sending out different batches of of sensors we can actually identify the batch of sensors that's being used at that time Um, so it's really um sending out metadata that's going to inform our interpretation of the sensor data later on, so it's a good question aftab but I think it also tells you the you know the story that you know that is Julie database not only can we send data to the cloud, we can send the metadata about the sensor to the cloud as well so that we can have kind of traceability so that the q r code is just a feature that gives us more flexibility. If we think we're gonna get um, batch to match variation in sensors, then we can offset it by having QR codes with the sensors that send extra information to the database. So then when we're looking at the signal, we can look at the signal in the context of um, extra data. But that's why it's nice to have these um, chats, let's say every Sunday, because we can answer those kind of questions. Um, Making it a bit easier now, just a reflection on ZP's innovation. We've also got screen printed electrodes that um in copper. Um so there are times when you actually want to use a copper working electrodes, um, and so we have those. We also have screen printed electrodes in nickel. Um, so we will so we've also put some images of those copper and those nickel um, screen printed electrodes up on the website as well. Um Swansea University, we have a satellite office at um, Swansea University and they're having a research and innovations awards day and ZP will be attending and will also be sponsoring um, those awards um, as well. Now we also um, sponsor PhD students through something called the um, Lifetime CDT. So we our primary point of contact is actually Glasgow University. But through this scheme, we're also sponsoring um, PhDs at Birmingham University. And so we're happy to be having a um, they're having an ex and a conference. We're going to exhibit at that, that conference. And so we're happy to be involved in that. So that will be happening during the summer this year. And then finally, um, as part of our um, we really want people to adopt Julie. And, and the reason for that is because I realized that people think that the end point and I've said it earlier on is a screen printed electrode. You know, Zimmer and you make screen printed electrodes. Screen printed electrodes, when I think about it, is not the end point. Screen printed electrodes for gathering data. And so we want to emphasize that actually, we don't consider the value in the screen printed electrodes. We're willing to give those away for free. So for example, if somebody purchases a 12 month, um, Julie license we will give them a thousand screen printed electrodes. So I just want to emphasize that actually it's the data, the analysis of the data, the quality of the data, the sharing of the data. These are the important things in the kind of science that we like to do. And by the way, you can gather kind of useful data using screen printed electrodes. But we do want to put the emphasis on um, Julie and the storage analysis and sharing of data being the important point. And to emphasize that point, sure, if you get a 12 month Julie license, here's the thousand screen printer electrodes for you you know for free um so i'm going to sort of sum up now because i've been um i think it's fair to say i've been talking for um 15 minutes um full stop or not full stop non-stop so thank you to, for aftab for attending today um at zimmer and peacock you can see that we've had a super busy week of it just as an fyi um, i'm personally traveling to um, belgium today um There's a um, academic conference, which I'm sure will get covered in our blog and uh, sorry, in in our podcast next week. But it will definitely be a busy week for myself and for the rest of the ZT team. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for listening, for listening to the podcast. And thank you very much for AfTab for being here this morning. Otherwise, take care.